This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to the Monday Discussion. This week on the CR Checkup Podcast, we're talking about uncertainty and discovering the possibilities of uncertainty. Palm Valley Church's Celebrate Recovery, we work through the 12 steps on a yearly basis. And right now, we're learning to fight our battles together, but at a distance. This means that the ways that we used to live out our recovery may look a little bit different, but we're confident that our tools need to look the same. We know that the 12 steps and the eight principles are effective, and so we can't let lies creep in to say that these things have to change. And also we can be encouraged by the fact that we can be leaders in applying these 12 steps and eight principles in ways that people may have never done before. So we're going to continue to work our program in order to heal, but we can expect that we're going to have to get a little creative. And right now we're right in the middle of talking about step 12. And if you're unfamiliar with step 12, that's okay. Every single conversation that we have here is meant to stand alone. There's meant to be some kind of truth or principle that we can take out and apply to our lives no matter where we are. But for those of you who are a little bit less familiar with the 12 steps, I just want to recap the first three as they lay a beautiful foundation in our road to recovery. Step one says that we admitted that we are powerless over our addictions and compulsive behaviors that our lives had become unmanageable. At RCR, what we really want to drive home here is that we're stepping out of denial and into God's grace. But it doesn't stop there, because we believe that whatever brings us through the doors are the things that open the doors. Next, in step two, it says that we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. This is learning to believe that God could heal me, even if I didn't believe that he would. Then in step three, we made a decision to turn our lives and our wills over to the care of God. This is how we can turn from our sin and turn towards Jesus. And this is the most important part, knowing that I matter to him. Now, before we start having our conversation about step 12 today, I would love if you would take a minute and just greet one another. And of course, we can't do this in person, so pull out your cell phones. Maybe you want to give somebody a phone call, shoot off an email or a text message, whatever it is. If you would just reach out to somebody right now and let them know that you're thinking about them. Right. Thank you guys so much for doing that, for reaching out to somebody, letting them know that you are thinking about them. Today, we're talking about step 12, which says, having had a spiritual experience as a result of these steps, 
We tried to carry this message to others and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And of course, we get that from Galatians 6, 1, which says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. And again, I'm so grateful that right now we're talking about step 12 as we're going through what we're going through. Um, step 12 just talks a lot about how we can take the things that we've learned uh, throughout the whole 12-step process and, and working through the eight principles and coming to group and doing all those things, how we can take the things that we've learned and then apply it to every other area of our life. And certainly right now with the situation we're going through, uh, we need as much help as we can get. I know that I do. And so um, I'm just grateful that, you know, even though it may not feel like it most times or most days, um, we are prepared, you know, we are prepared for when difficulties come because of the things that we've been applying to our lives uh, since we've been in the program. So I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful that we're talking about step 12 that kind of uh, kind of peeks out that that idea. Um, and it just really amazes me um, how God works that we would be having this discussion in this time. So uh, that being said, um, I, I wanted to kind of start off our time a little bit by uh, just sharing something my, my counselor told me. Um, and it was the situation that he had with this guy he met um, who had like 20 plus years in the program. And uh, he had just heard him speak. And uh, afterwards, he, he approached the guy and he asked him, you know, how do you how do you get long lasting sobriety? How how is that possible? What 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 do you do? How do you do that? And um, the man just kind of told, oh, here, come here. Yeah. yeah lean, you know, lean in. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you the secret of of sobriety. Just come here, lean in close. And he says the secret to long lasting sobriety is wake up every morning and then don't drink. <laughs> it's not as glamorous as, you know, we might want it to be, but the reality is, is that it's one day at a time, one day at a time. And, you know, this isn't just a group of words that we have that, you know, have a nice ring to them. Uh, this is a principle that we live by. This is a calling to take each moment as it is and to live life on life's terms. And, you know, this requires a certain amount of comfort in not knowing what will happen next. You know, some of us in the program have experienced so many hardships, like at every corner, we felt like we couldn't catch a break, uh, like the whole world seemed to be against us. And, you know, something like our, our hurts, habits and hangups were never certain. There's nothing about them that was ever certain. We didn't know. Um, what was going to set us off. We didn't know what we would do in response to anything that might happen. There was nothing that we were certain about in those active things. And this was extremely chaotic. And for some of us, when we get into the program and we begin to work the steps, um, I might become disillusioned to the thought that, that life will no longer be painful or confusing. and. You know, I'm, I'm sorry to say, you know, unfortunately, that's just not the case. I can't change what is going on around me, right? Like the world turns in its own direction at its own speed, regardless of anything I have to say about it. But what I can do is I can learn about the things that set me off 
and I can practice methods of not melting down when things go awry. So I need to understand that no matter where I am in any situation, there's always going to be some amount of uncertainty. There's always going to be some amount of uncertainty. And this this reality is sometimes the root of our hurts, habits, and hangups. We, you know, I want to be certain about the majority of my life. Like I want to know what's going on and what's going to happen. And because that that truth is, is that life is just uncertain. I I create things that I feel like I can be certain about. I create these substitutions that I feel like I can control or I think I can control. And then that way I can try to be certain about what the outcome will be. And that just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Well, not for me anyways. And so the question is then is that how can I live a clean and serene, God-honoring life when life is so uncertain? Now, I'm sure that you can relate to to moments like I have when, um, you know, maybe I'll be waiting for a phone call uh, that's going to deliver some kind of very, very important information. And my mind just travels it wanders it goes to all of the worst places all of the worst outcomes and they're all completely unrealistic but that's where my mind goes i think that if i don't know what's happening or what's going to happen then it's probably going to be terrible and i think the answer to our question comes from flipping that scenario on its head i love there's this beautiful saying that says that when nothing is sure Everything is possible. When nothing is sure, everything is possible. You know, when the 12 steps are applied appropriately, I think that it awakens a childlike amazement of life that had worn off over time. It's like suddenly life is full of uncertain possibilities and this is exciting and positive, not scary and negative as it just I just most recently was. And so I want to talk a little bit about some ideas, how we can discover the possibilities of uncertainty. The first thing here is stop. Stop. So often the impending doom that I create comes from stacking millions of unrealistic scenarios that are inspired by my friends or family or news articles or even personal experiences. I stack all of those on top of each other and they each build on the next. And then I forget where they even started. I don't even know where they came from. All I know is that if I stop, then they're all going to become tumbling down. And so my advice here is stop, <laughs> stop, let them, let them all come tumbling down. Each day I need to create space and time to just stop and be present in the moment. And then I can correctly assess my personal situation. Then once I do that, I need to remember. I need to try and remember where I got my facts from. Oftentimes, I'll find that the thing that I was worried about was just something I read on the back of a semi-truck that was written in the dirt or something. (laughs) See, my mind will try and offer me certainty in any way that I can, because ultimately it's trying to help me. But if I'm not keeping track, then I'll get lost in the chaos of thought, and it'll take me down roads that I don't want to go to. So each day that I wake up, I can remind myself that life is uncertain. But that's okay because I've turned my life and my will over to the one who is certain of all things. And so 
uh, a best practice, the, one of the best things that we can do uh, to remember this is we can read or memorize and, and uh, say every morning when we wake up Psalms 143.8. It says, let me hear of your unfailing love each morning, for I am trusting you. Show me where to walk, for I give myself to you. When I rely on God's certainty, then I can do the next thing, which is explore. Explore. This is where the unlimited possibilities of life come into play. When it really comes down to it, I have two choices in life. I know that life is uncertain and there's nothing I can do about it. So I can either worry about it or I can trust that God will provide for me and enjoy life. I can explore all of life's possibilities. Yes, we will have to have faith and we'll fall down and, you know, skin our knees. But when I get to heaven, I want to have a lot of fun stories to tell my father. Not that I lived in fear of what might happen. So we're going to talk a lot about this this week. I'm so excited to to share some of the things that God has been teaching me. And so I really hope that you would tune in throughout the week. But the best way that you can take what you just heard and begin applying it to your life is to pick up the phone and call somebody and just talk about it. And you can talk about these three questions. One, have I created certainty in my life that has led to struggling with control? Two, can I see how life is uncertain in nature? And three, what will I choose to do in light of the fact that life is uncertain? Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for this opportunity to come together. God, I pray that you would just show us where to go and what to do, God, that we would not rely on our own thoughts to create certainty, God, that we would just be able to rest in uncertainty and just to be able to be confident that you are certain. And if you are certain, then I don't need any other reassurance. God, that you are in complete control and that in that I can be confident and I can be secure. We're so thankful, God. We love you so much. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Monday Discussion. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you're struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery because nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.